Hello, dearest listeners. Uh, welcome to the very first, first ever Electric Head. No, no, it's not the first ever podcast. First the ever first, podcast. We did five series. The in first Tampa. of the brand new. <laughs> 2020, the 2020's Electric Head Podcast. I'm Al Ronald, and this is my long-suffering wife, Cy Henty. Hello! <laughs> um, so, yeah, in this podcast, we are um, we are not really sure what we're going to do yet, because uh, we're making this up as we go along. But I think we are going to do what the Electric Head does. And what would that be, Cy? How would you describe that? Mm. No idea. It's <laughs> exactly. indescribable. We are. I'll tell you what it is. We're going to delve into the surreal reality of existence, and uh, it, it, the absurdity yes, beneath the, the 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 solid world in which we live. Yes. I mean, what more could you want from a podcast? Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're recording this uh, in size flat. Uh, Karloff the cat is having a snooze behind us quite peacefully for now. For now, yes. For now. He doesn't like it when people put on silly voices that aren't their own voices. Well, he should be in for a <laughs> So uh, he t- tends to get distressed. Oh, he's peacefully yeah, he do- he does having a snooze like there. Uh... Uh, Karloff, I know for, for the listener at home, uh, he's a, how would you describe him? He's a very chunky ginger He's a cat. chunky cat. He's, he was a rescue cat from Dartford. Um, and he was found living under cars. This is a sad story oh, to start off yeah, with. Let's start with some sad. And he was, uh, yeah, and he was covered in like uh, oil when they found him. All oh. his fur. They had to shave Where bits was, of his fur in off in Dartford. Everything's covered in oil in Dartford. That's true. Yeah, the yeah. The, the, the streets, the buildings, the people, people the babies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's an oily that's, place. That is a sad it's story. it's slick. <laughs> How old was he when you got him? I th- they don't they're not sure, but they think he was about five years old. Okay. But we think yeah, he was he, he and he had a bit a chunk out of his ear. But he's a big lad. Uh, mm. I think he was yes. a, he was a fighting he definitely a fighting cat. But he's now retired. Yeah, and he retired. spends he spends most of his time just lounging around. He purrs a lot. And he's very vocal. He's still actually. covered in oil, though. He's still covered in oil. Yeah, yeah. yeah he slips around the the place. No, <laughs> he's he's not anymore. No, he's, he's he's got a fine coat of fur, which gets everywhere. <laughs> uh, today's podcast, I should point out, is sponsored by Pelican Milk, squeezed from the teat, fresh and fanciful. <laughs> fanciful that Pelican Milk. Pelican Milk. Do you use Pelican Milk, Sai? I use Pelican Milk. I've used Pelican Milk all my life. I smear it onto my face every morning. Oh. That, that explains your complexion. That's right. That's Beautiful why I've got such a shiny, shiny, milky face. So, <laughs> <laughs> why don't we uh, start with uh, some science facts? Science Do you have facts. Any science I love facts for us. Today? I love science. Carefully, don't um, kick oh, the microphone over there. Damn it! <laughs> he had to cross his legs um, right. to become scientific. Scientific, right? So, uh, yeah, I I love. So I'm a bit of a science nerd. I must admit, um, and I like all, all lots of different science. Yep. So this, stuff. this segment is going to be called Science with Sci. C-Y-I-E-N-C-E. Yeah. Science. So I don't know where to start. I was thinking about, yeah, different science facts. Um, <clears throat> where should we start? Well, we want the people listening to this to learn something. Okay. So teach, well, how about be a teacher? Yeah. How well about this? Fascinates me. How about the naked mole rat? Well, that sounds like as good a place to start as yeah. Did Tell you know, right, about the naked know, I'm just going to shuffle rat. through my notes here because I've written some notes down about the naked mole rat. The naked mole rat. Here we go. <laughs> Did sorry. you know? Go on. 
that the naked mole rat lives 10 times longer than any other species on the planet. Really? This is true, yeah. So In human that terms, that's a potential lifespan of 700 years. So... And scientists have been investigating it for, for, in terms of long, longevity. Why, if we could cross with a, a mole, mole rat, rat we, could, we, could live, we could potentially live forever. So if you were bitten by a radioactive mole rat... You would uh, undoubtedly uh, live, live forever. forever. Or well for 700 years. Uh, so it, it has m- hardly any signs of ageing either. In that in that period, so it doesn't obviously it doesn't get older. So would that be awful. would there be mole rats out there now potentially that are seven hundred years old? No, no, because that's only in human terms. Oh, uh, yeah, I yeah. See. You see, so oh, if so you translated it into human years, it would be seven hundred so years. So what old. would it be in mole rat years? In mole rat years, uh, yeah, that would be about three days. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, the, the mole rat has a really short lifespan. But, oh. uh, but no, it doesn't. No, that's not true. No, I don't know how long it lives for, but, uh, but oh, oh, yeah. Uh, so in human terms, I can make it up. 700 years. Yeah. But in mole, but rat, in mole so, rat terms, just normal kind of rat lifespan. No, no, no. 10 times longer than any other rat species. Rats don't have a long lifespan, though, do they? Um, I think rats only live like two or three years, don't they? I'm not, not absolutely so, sure. I, mean, not ra- ba- I can't back up my facts. That, a rat that lives for a decade. Is not it, that impressive, but a mole rat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it yeah. is impressive for yeah. a rat. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, okay, so you've got more. You've got yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it, it's got it's got a whole mosaic of adaptations, such as it's like... got a, a metabolic rate that's really low, mm-hmm. a low body temperature, and a resistance to cancer, and it's got incredibly stretchy skin. That means that it doesn't it doesn't like a you know it doesn't get all the wrinkles or whatever. So I'm still trying to picture mole rat man. Who got bitten by the radioactive mole rat? You know, it's funny you should so say that because my, my next bit of notes says naked mole rat man. <laughs> of course, it does. I can show you. See, this is why we're a team. Yeah, they're quite cute and actually. Ageless. And ageless, like yeah. Some kind of rat god. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm probably pretty wise. So, I are they trying to uh, take? the control of the oh or the dna of the mole rat and apply that to humans they're trying to cross mole rats with humans uh people have been trying to mate with mole rats in order to those crazy scientists what they've been trying to do is they've been trying to mate professor brian cox with a mole rat okay in order to create some kind of super Super being the image that everyone now yeah. has in their head of Brian Cox. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Cox Frank. slowly stripping off to a mole rat. Hey, oh, oh, <laughs> it's, it's like that. The rats. <laughs> oh, 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 that's great. Together, together, we will take over the universe. I'll be My young beauty. forever. I'll be young forever. Well, this has started well. Our, our progeny will live forever. <laughs> Any listeners that we did have have now switched <laughs> off immediately. I'm going to change my name to Captain Starlight. Why? Because <laughs> I, I just think that's a good name that for his Professor Brian. I t- oh, what a I'm now that... picturing him and the Mora afterwards with a <laughs> having a cigarette. I'm going to change my name. name. I thought I'd change it to Captain Starlight. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get together a band of naked mole rats, and I'm gonna call them my suicidal astral scouts. I think that's as good a place to end yeah. science facts as that's any. Science so there you go, ladies today. and gentlemen. The naked oh. 
Oh, he's kicking, kicking the mic. mic. Want to get to Jesus. The what was it? The no, why am I saying naked mole rat? Yeah, it is a naked mole rat. That's oh, yeah. what it's called. Yeah. So Brian <laughs> maybe because it took off its clothes to get in some yeah, bed with Brian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, slip off your kimono <laughs> and hop into bed. I don't call it a kimono. What do you call it? Kimono. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> How would we time travel? This is a question. I've actually got a book. Uh, which is called Time Travel in Einstein's Universe. And yeah. <laughs> I'm so, so boring. Hello, will I get on What would be actually, the most efficient mode of time yeah, travel? Yeah, I think we wrote this in a script, actually, for a character. Mm. And it is actually uh, the the only realistic way of time travel light these speed. days is to, to perhaps travel at light speed and then travel back to the planet again. So mm. you do kind of a loop. But you'd have to have a, a sail, uh, a solar sail, that could propel the... <laughs> it's achievable. Yeah, propel the craft at, I think it's 99.99 quantization of the speed of light, basically. And you'd whip away from the Earth and then come back. And by the time you whip got away. back... Whip away. Whip away. Me hearty. Just maybe on your solar that, that sail. Oh, that's the classic time travel folk song. That's that right. should be the time traveling pirates. To our, oh. Basically, we wanted to have interviews on the podcast, but it would be nice to be able to go back in time or forward in time and interview anyone. Of course, the quickest way would be just to go through a wormhole, wouldn't it? To fold time. If you could fold time I and space. I like the idea of whipping away. <laughs> you like the on whipping a away. Oh, yeah. whip so away. So maybe let's, uh, if I, let's just come up with a jingle for our time travel okay. section right now. So whip, whip away, whip away on your sails <laughs> through time meeting people that you want to chat to (laughs) whip away whip away through time whip away what i picture is a lot of really old style sailors uh sort of plaiting plaiting each other's hair like a time shanty yeah and singing time shanties (laughs) that is this yeah yeah so si uh do you want to hop on your time travel come on let's whip away my beauty uh, where would you like to whip away hoist the hoist the solar sail al oh who would you like to visit today oh uh, let's let's whip round your anus (laughs) oh come on keep it clean (laughs) sorry and we'll whip back to our. I'd like to. Who would I like to meet? Back in history, who would? Yeah, who would you it's actually like one, to meet? Right? Um, well, you're the one traveling today, so I'm gonna whip back in. So time. next week I'll travel and I'll chat to someone, but this week it's your turn. Who would I like to meet? God, there's so just so many people, aren't there? Back, back there are a lot there. of people in time. Like there's famously, lo- there's loads of people. <laughs> there's lots of um, people back and there, and there's more. The longer it goes on, I feel. More, more and more. There's more history than there used yeah. to be. This is, this is true. I think a lot I'm, more history than there used to be. I don't know why. What springs to my mind is Napoleon for some reason. Okay. Although I, I picture that he's probably a really nasty little man, but I don't know. I tell you what. Why don't we find out? Let's go. Let's go and let's go and meet so, him. So, uh, hop on. Arr, here we go. Up, weigh the anchor, me hearty. Um. What? What? Oh my God. Look out! Look out there! God, there's a there's the oh it's Napoleon's balloon core. He had this is true actually. Yeah, he had a hot air balloon core for in his army. Did you know that? I'm not here anymore. Oh, sorry, you're not there. Oh my God! Look, it's Napoleon's hot air balloon. Hey up there! 
Hey! Ah, oh, you must be uh, Napoleon. Je suis Napoleon. Yes, I recognise your ca- your red cape. What a lovely red cape you have. It whips in the wind. Yeah. Ah, whipping away. Whip away. Throw down, a, throw down a rope, Napoleon, so that I may climb up into your hot air balloon. I have no ropes in my hot air balloon, oh. but I will throw to you my penis. <laughs> throw it down. Whip, throw, throw, throw. Oh, gosh, that's a long one. Climb it. I will. I'm climbing up your penis now, Napoleon. Ooh, oh, it's so tight. Oh, huh? It's uh-huh. very slippery. Only joking, it is a regular rope. Ah. No man has a penis so long. Ah, you had me fooled there. Let me climb up. Climb into Let me my climb aboard here. Ah. Ah, God, there's not much room in this in this basket, is there? You need. A... It is a basket made for one. Oh uh, yes, and a very. You are very tiny, Napoleon. I'm a you? little. How dare no, you? No, I. That, that, I mean, that's. I am the tallest man who ever was, oh, and but, do not tell me any difference. But you only come up to my knee, Napoleon. You're tiny, How you little dare red. You? I will jump up and slap you, sir. Oh no! Oh. Gosh, that Anyway, has. welcome to the head balloon of my so, balloon core. <laughs> wow, it's fantastic. And all your balloons are shaped like onions. Yes, well, I am a Frenchman. Yeah. This may be verging on offensive, <laughs> but I do not know. Is this... Is this they are not actually fashioned as onions. Is this they to, are just a similar shape naturally. Is this just to... Uh, is it kind of camouflage? So people just think they're... F- floating onions they don't realize oh very clever but i'm glad you think that uh, yes i have not fashioned them to be onions but the mind sees what it wants to see oh i see so they're kind of chameleon balloons chameleon balloons yes (laughs) this is the method of my balloon core what i have come up with incredible and what are all these in your in your bath is this this is your um snacks for the journey napoleon is it many many snacks uh, mostly baguettes ah yes (laughs) you guys now is getting racist. Mostly No, although racist. the French do like what is racist. <laughs> <laughs> you, you led me into that, didn't you? Mostly Napoleon. baguettes, little sneakers. Ah, sneakers. Snickers bar. Oh, sneakers. Know. I thought you said sneakers. Yes. Although we are in the past, so they are marathon bars. Ah, marathon. Yes. Oui, 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 oui. Ah. And these snails. And these snails. Lovely. And these snails. Yum, yum, yum. God, these are, these are alive, these snails. They're, They're living. You eat them alive? Yum, yum, yum. Did you real? Oh, hang on. Let me I just, like to lick this slime. Do, wait, let me just. Hey, hey, little snail. Hello. Has Napoleon been eating you and your friends? Yes, he keeps me in his balloon. Oh God! But you're, you're. I mean, you Your species once ruled the earth, didn't they? The mollusks once ruled the earth. Yes, we were. We lived like kings. Nautiloids, mollusks, ruled the world in the Cambrian period over 500 million years ago. Isn't that so, snail? Yes, I remember it very well. (laughs) You do? Yes, we ruled 500 million years ago. Listen, little snail. Yes? That's why I'm really here. I've come to rescue you and your brothers from Napoleon. Make sure he doesn't overhear us. Say it's true. Yes. So what we need to do is we need to get a hold of Napoleon... Yes, and we're going to throw him out of the basket. What are you talking to my snail about, Nothing, Mr. nothing. Hente? We were just wondering. He said that him and his friends might like to climb inside a baguette and make a really, really tasty uh, kind of baguette for you, Napoleon. Oh, oh, oh yum, yum, you yum. You would like that, yes, wouldn't you? Would. Let me just, uh, I'll try and tempt them in by using this Snickers bar. They love Snickers. That Come is on. why I have them as bait. Yes. 
Yeah, come on, little mollusk. Let me just slip this Snickers bar inside the baguette. <laughs> come on, chums. Come on. Come on. In Sisters Ooh. and brothers, join look, me in the baguette. Look, they're all coming inside the baguette, Napoleon. You'll really oh, enjoy this. very tasty. Oh, oh, but it's dripping all over the floor of the balloon. You are getting snail slime all over my basket. Yeah, let me just hold it outside of the basket slightly. That seems like a wise idea. Yeah, if you lean out, you'll be able to nibble on the end of it without Here getting I the... Go. I'll st- oh, the... Let me just it. jump up onto the ledge. That's the best idea. Oh, let me use there my rope go. ladder to climb the rest of the way. There you go, Napoleon. Ah! <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's done that. Well, I've rescued you and your mollusk chums. No. Come with me back to my time machine, mollusks. And we'll travel we'll travel five hundred million years back to the Cambrian period where you and your brothers ruled the earth. Let's go. Meanwhile, in the Cambrian period. Hello there. Yes, are you nice to see you? Are you talking to yourself? <laughs> no, I'm talking to you. You're another nautiloid from the Cambrian oh. period. Hello. Hello. Yeah, yeah. It's a lovely I've... day, isn't it? It's a lovely Cambrian morning. It's a lovely Cambrian morning. Yeah. Look at the sun, the Cambrian sunrise. Yeah, lucky it... we've got all these snail overlords. Oh, yeah. Keeping us all in check. That's right, Lovely yeah. bunch. Lovely, lovely bunch, bunch of yeah, snails. Yeah, yeah I, oh. do, I do like them. Here comes a little beardy fellow with a baguette full of snails now. Oh, yeah, look at that. <laughs> Right, mate. Hello there. Oh yeah, hi there. Yeah, these uh, these uh, little snails. I've I've rescued them all from the future. Then they're all inside this uh, this baguette. Right. Uh, and right, so- well, we take that off your hands. Take them to the king snail. Oh, oh, that's very kind of you. Oh, thanks yeah, very much. I'll yeah. take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, because uh, uh, they they rule, you see. So we'll take them to the king snail. Yeah, and he'll probably be very grateful. We'll have them back. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm glad. I, I feel like I've I've done something very positive. Are you off back to the year 2020 now? I'm back to 20. Yeah, back to 2020. I'm going to whip away. Whip away. Whip away. Whip away. Back to the 20s, my dear. <laughs> Uh, hey, Sai, oh, who is your back? I'm you back. made it back. You didn't yeah. cause any uh, anomalies or uh, no, I didn't change paradoxes? Any... No, I didn't nothing. change anything What'd you at, get up to? at all. No, no, nothing much, really. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, popped, uh, popped back uh, to the uh, Cambrian period. Nice. Talked to a few mollusks. Ah, that was about they, were, they ruled back then, I believe. They did. They yeah. Were, yeah, the nautiloids ruled back then. So uh, what we want to do here, uh, we have been performing for many years as we already established and over those years we've done lots of different types of comedy with that yeah i think we've been we've been through the gauntlet the gauntlet the gauntlet of comedy comedy. Uh, the dungeons the dungeons the depths on our mighty quest for humor um but one thing that we did fairly recently, well, I say fairly recently, it probably wasn't now, it's probably ages ago, was live radio shows. We're still yes. doing those, but some of our early ones uh, maybe didn't get as much ears on them. That's true, yeah. Like. And, I, and I think there were some nice uh, moments in there. <laughs> well, so I what we're going to do in here, we're going to serialize it, uh, much like the Archers or something. Yeah. Um, and so the first one we're going to do is a, a radio show that we did in front of a live audience called On The Mend, A Medical Tale. Yes. Um, so this involves Frank Snazzle, 
who's an out of work painter and decorator. And that's about everything I can remember about it. So is Frank Snazzle in that one as well? Yeah. He so was he was like, a reoccurring character. This was during our goon show phase. Right. Essentially, we were just kind gooning of ripping around off the goon yeah. show a little bit. Because why wouldn't you? We you also know, had, uh, back in those heady days, I may say, uh, heady head days. Paul, Paul Batten. Yep. He's still around doing yeah. radio shows. The uh, best narrator. He's in a the, great in the narrator. Fantastic. And also uh, uh, Fred and Al. Yes. Uh, backing us up as a, as a house band who yep. were brilliant. I'd look them up, look them up. Yeah, definitely. Good um, yeah. songs about biscuits. The Fred and Al experience. It is an experience. It is, certainly <laughs> is. Yeah. So uh, feast your ears on part one of On the Mend, A Medical Tale. <laughs> Once again, we join out-of-work painter and decorator and part-time strippogram, Frank Snazzle, as he pays a visit to Dr. Claggy Mucus. <laughs> well, Doctor, give it to me straight. How long have I got? Not long, by the looks of you. You can tell by the small feet. (laughs) No, I mean, how long do I have to live? Now, now, Mr. Snazzle, let's not jump to conclusions. You are something of a hypochondriac, are you not? But, but my left arm, it's gone completely numb. You've got it stuck in my fridge freezer. (laughs) (laughs) Fridge door. Uh, Now, Mr. Snazzle, I'll... I'll... Now, Mr. Now, Mr. Snazzle, I'll just have a quick listen to your stomach. Brace yourself. The stethoscope may be a little cold. All right. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, you're not, you're not kidding. Hmm, uh, yes. Yes. Interesting. Um, yes. Well, I'm afraid what you have there, Mr. Snazzle, is a horse inside you. Any ideas how that might have occurred? Oh, oh, yes, I did eat a horse, now that I come to think about it. (laughs) Right. And why did you decide to eat said horse? To catch the cow. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The cow you ate. Yes. To catch the goat, to catch the dog, to catch the cat, to catch the bird, to catch the spider. Uh, That wriggled and jiggled and tickled inside you. Precisely, yes. (laughs) Uh, All to catch a fly. Now, give it to me straight, Doctor. Do you think I'll die? Only if the owner of the petting zoo catches up with you. <laughs> Could the goddess of Yasanti play a report to the Underground Chocolate Festival? Goddess of Yancey to the Underground Chocolate Festival. What on earth was that? No, not again. I'm afraid the hospital tannoy is on the blink. It's become incomprehensible, but nobody knows where it comes from. Just have to put up with it, I'm afraid. Keen-eyed listeners will have deduced that the tannoy is in fact those cheeky musicians, Fred and Al, getting up to a bit of mischief as the play goes on. But it's all harmless fun. Now, Mr. Snazzle, we must remove that menagerie from your innards post-haste. I'm going to refer you to Dr. Chip Butty. Is he a surgeon? No, he's a veterinarian. Now, let's get you down to the operating theatre the fastest way possible. How's that? Gurney. Oh, of course, yes. Hello. Ah, hello, Gurney. How are you? Fine, thanks. Now, be a dear, won't you, and take Mr. Snazzle down to the surgery? Yes, Doctor. And put this pair of stiletto heels on. I like the clickety-clackety noise they make as you walk. Yeah, all right. Yes, and the way they make your hips gyrate like a little gazelle. Spot of lunch later. Yeah, all right. (laughs) Now, Mr. Snazzle, oh, on my back. But I warn you, I veer to the left and I squeak on one side. Alley-oop! 
one of On The Men's on the journey of Frank Snazzle. He's off to surgery, so tune in to the next podcast to find and out see what, what happens. happens to Frank in surgery. Uh, the audience liked it. I'm sure you will too. Um, <laughs> I think he meets a, a veterinarian in surgery who attempts to open his pouch. That's right, yeah. Uh, Australian... We'll find out next well, week, sorry. shall we? Yeah, I didn't want to hear in the meantime, really. uh, would you like to hear some <clears throat> movie facts? I would like. I'd love to hear some movie facts. So, I woke up this morning. I thought to myself, yes, I wonder what facts Al has about movies. Tell me. So these are these are true facts. Okay. Uh, I, obviously, I'm a film fan, as are you. Yeah. Uh, and filmmakers. Uh, yeah. So indeed, uh, I like a little bit of movie trivia. And what we're going to do now is guess the movie. From the working title. Ooh, okay. So we're going to okay. start with an easy one. Okay. okay. And I, well, I've got to guess, have I? Uh, you have to guess what the movie is or... <laughs> you do this on purpose. You know I hate guessing. Just cause... make up what you think this movie okay. is about. What could the movie okay, be? Okay, so we'll start with an easy one that you might know. Some people listening might know this. Okay. The working title, Star Beast. Star Beast. Star Beast. I mean, it sounds like a 1980s sci-fi would you say yeah um yeah possibly with ringo star mm, uh, yeah. playing a werewolf <laughs> that is you're almost right yeah. right was it the... So the way it begins with ringo star walking down a foggy street right and then then he gets a yeah, this dog bites him on the ankle dog, uh chihuahua he becomes, he becomes a weird chihuahua exactly right and the time and the movie was um, Lethal Weapon 3. <laughs> three? Okay, so yeah. the actual movie was yeah. Alien. Right. With a working title, Star, Star Beast. Beast. Well, that does make sense. perfect yeah, sense. Yeah. So that one makes some sense. Yeah. Okay, here is... Okay, the working title for this film okay, I'm, is... I'm on it. You ready? Yep. The Lunch Bunch. The Lunch Bunch. Yes. And it's got nothing to do with a popular brand of yogurt. The, the Lunch Bunch... Must have been a Western, yeah, like the Wild Bunch, yeah, yeah, yeah similar yeah. to the Wild Bunch. So it does involve a, a a posse of bananas, yeah, a posse of bananas. Ernest Borgnine yeah. was in it, the famous old Western actor, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, he was, was he a Western? Actor? Yeah, I think he was in a few westerns. I would say it probably uh, uh, Fonda, one of the Fondas. No, wasn't it? No, no, you're thinking of. All the Fonders were in it. Exactly right. Ah, yeah. Every yeah. one of the Fonders. <laughs> All the Fonders. Dressed as bananas. Dressed as bananas. In bon an old and, Western town. And there was some kind of fondant involved the in it as well. Bunch. The Fonda fondants. Yes, because what did they have for lunch in the film? They had... Uh, fondue. Fondue, yeah. yes. Fonda and, fondue. Uh, that's right. And they all ended up uh, getting horribly burnt. By fondue, and they had fondue cheesy stains all over the, their. The actual answer is their the bibs. The Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah, right. But that doesn't really make much sense because why would it be lunch if it was? Yeah, breakfast? they didn't have lunch. It would have to be brunch. Was it? Have you got that right? Isn't it the brunch munch? The brunch munch. Club. <laughs> the brunchies. The Breakfast Club's good though. I haven't seen that in a while. That is really good. Yeah. yeah. Do you know? I think Rick Moranis was supposed to play the janitor in the Breakfast Club. Really? And he didn't yep. get the role. And do you know? He's uh, come back to acting. I saw the other he day. He has, but not for Ghostbusters apparently, oh, which no, is that's very. A shame. Uh, yeah. There's probably going to be a lot of talk about Ghostbusters. I, I there are some people I know <coughs> listening to this that are thinking, how long before Al mentions Ghostbusters? <laughs> Episode one. <laughs> oh dear. There'll be more of that. Uh, group hug. Group hug. Now, 
I would assume... So there's got to be more than one person yeah, in this film. I would assume that this was uh, groupies. Probably mm-hmm. groupies from a famous 80s band. So probably... No, think back a few decades. Okay, for, for a bit longer ago. So 60s. I would say, okay, groupies... Because hugging, 60s, free love. Group, who was that guy that did that? Okay, then it's taken me ages to try and think of it, isn't it? If I if I go back there, who was that guy? The the crazy world of Arthur Brown. They were groupies. Yeah. For the crazy world of Arthur Brown, that uh, ended up finding face huggers in their Frey Bentos pies. You're back to Star Beast now. Oh, um, there were. Uh, and uh, uh, the no. correct answer is the Avengers. Are oh, the Avengers? Yes, yeah, the Avengers. It was called what? It was called group hug. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. which Avengers? The the, the, the Avengers, the, the guy one. with the bowler hat and the no, the Thor and Iron oh. Man. Oh, yeah, group. Well, I think it was actually. Maybe it was. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't I, know. Should, I should have checked. <laughs> I should have checked my facts. Um, okay, uh, how about this one? Wimpy. Wimpy. Yeah. Ah, Nothing yes. to do with a popular burger chain. Well, it's not popular. Although the burger chain, just as, as a side note, what's going on? What used to be going on with a wimpy menu? Because whoever's whoever's come up with that is a, they've got a bender in a bun is one of theirs. A fish, really? A fishy fiend. And once when I went into a wimpy, there was a thing that they were advertising and it just said, chomp my chunky normous <laughs> and that is actually true that is a, a wimpy well, fact well funnily enough chunky normous was the star of wimpy right yes. ah so chunky normous ah i've got it so chunky normous in the in the in the plot of the film mm-hmm. uh gets a case a real bad case of the brown derbies which is a euphemism for having the shits, obviously, but yeah, it's also a yeah. famous wimpy dessert. Yeah, uh, and so uh, he's like, he's like a brown Ooh. derby. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a brown derby. Is a wimpy dessert. <laughs> it sounds like somebody is. Uh, what would you like, of- sir? I'd like a chunky normus and a brown derby to follow. <laughs> it's, yes, it'll be lovely. Uh, do you have any guesses on what the actual uh, working wimpy. title wimpy? Uh, it's got to be somebody who is wimpy, so they're not very strong. I would go for. It would probably be Conan the Barbarian. The correct answer, it's Psycho. No. Yep, Psycho. Working title, Wimpy. Was it originally set in like a Wimpy? Psycho was, yeah. They they changed it to the motel, Bates Motel, but originally it was a Bates Wimpy. It was a Bates Wimpy by the side, like one of those little chef kind of And his mother, he kept the corpse of his mother, spoilers, in the kitchen. Right, uh, cooking wimpy burgers. Right, get flipping flipping burgers. Get them chunky novices. <laughs> oh, get those skeletal they hands. Got two brown derbies. <laughs> get those chunky novices, mother. Get those skeletal hands into into the uh, skittle. What's a skittle? Not a skittle. <laughs> griddle. Scr- griddle. Griddle. I always get yeah, that yeah. confused with. Skittles. Okay, last one. Last one. Sorry. Okay. Yep. Very popular film. This. Okay. I've got one this. of the most popular films. I'm going to get made. this straight away. I'm. Can you I ready? confer with Carl off the cat? Yes. Okay. Planet Ace. Planet Ice. Planet Ace. 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 That's your Scottish accent coming out. I- I-C-E. Ace. I- Ace. Ace. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right. Uh, I- Planet, Planet Ace. Planet Ace. Planet Ice, I would assume, was to do Bear with... in mind the clue that it's one of the biggest films ever made. Yeah. I mean, this this is is coming to me. This is uh, a disaster movie, 
yes. about uh, 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 an ice planet that gets too close to the sun and causes a slush puppy supernova. What you've actually done there, of. you're completely wrong oh. in every conceivable way. However, you have described the film in question sort of as a metaphor for the actual events. I'll tell you, this film is also based on actual events. Actual events. Ice planet and it's, what you've described it's got to be uh the empire strikes back it's titanic oh <laughs> <laughs> but it would make more sense if it was the empire strikes back planet ice planet ice so there you go that's uh i think that's all the film facts i can be arsed with this yeah, week. so uh, yeah i'll be back next week with some more film Good. facts i'll look forward to that with bated breath with, oh, what have you i've knocked something over jesus <laughs> Uh, here's the thing, Sai. For yes, as long as I can remember, uh, well, actually, no, it's not as long as I can remember. As long as I've been with my girlfriend, I talk in my sleep a lot. Uh, I didn't know this until she experienced it because I am genuinely unaware of all of the things that I say in my sleep. Do you talk in Do you... the cat snoring? Yes. Dude, that's what he thinks of the podcast. Uh, it's a nice background noise to yeah. dream sleep, though. What were you going to ask me? Do you speak in your normal voice? That's what intrigues me. Or do you speak so. in a dream accent? I believe. Do you have a... I, I, occasionally, I think I do voices. Right. But I, I don't know. I'm not aware of any of oh, this. Oh, so, not awake. Um, my girlfriend has been writing these down uh for many years and she has a dream speak diary of things i've said in my sleep the way Tell i'm going to read these out sometimes because i actually respond to her in my sleep so i will uh also read out her questions okay here's a short one uh this is from december 2011 and i said meal or no meal they bring out a giant jelly right should i be worried about that i I don't think so. I think uh, that 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 obviously is is to do with um, some kind of phallic um, angst. Right. Okay. Well, this one is a bit. This is from twenty twelve, uh, January twenty twelve. So not not that long after. And I said, "Why is Dustin Hoffman written all over my head?" And my girlfriend said, "Is it?" And I replied, "It's his letterhead." It says Dustin Hoffman, and underneath it says more glitter than Jesus. And then it's signed, and there's lots of bark rubbings of my head. Fuck Hoffman, he could have asked permission. Very, very curious, I mm. would say. Why Hoffman? Well, why more glitter than Jesus? Is that, is that something that Dust, Dustin Hoffman lives by? Dust I don't know him. I yes, know. I, I do know right. Dustin, yeah. And he does, uh, he, he collects glitter. Is his letterhead, uh, does it say more glitter than Jesus? Yes, it does. Wow, <laughs> how did I know? Strangely that? enough. I've never had a letter from Dustin Hoffman, so I wouldn't have... I've got a letter from Dustin Hoffman just here. Oh, Let's yeah. have a look at this. Oh, yeah, it says it. There you Dustin go. Hoffman, more glitter than Jesus. Yeah, that's, that's right. Uh, I mean, okay. Uh, or this was in July 2012 as well, so the following month. Uh, I said, ridiculous. And my girlfriend said, what is? I said, how quickly the Queen's book sold. She replied, oh, the Queen wrote a book. What's it called? 
And I said, I just fucking showed you. We looked at it for ages. And she said, I'm really sorry. What's it called? Uh, and then I say the name, which she couldn't make out. And I get very irritated that she don't doesn't understand. And then I try and spell it out. And I'm, I eventually get really angry. And I say, the Queen's book, spag the ball. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I think if the Queen did write a book... That would undoubtedly be the title of the book. Yeah. Spag the Bolt. Is the psychiatrist just left? Yeah, the psychiatrist, he's gone. He had nothing nothing to say. He just walked out as I was reading. He had nothing to say. Bastard. Uh, I pay him enough. Spag the Bolt. It actually sounds like a a character from a children's children's book. Is it a children's book? It's Bolt, I should say, spelled B-O-L. Yeah. Yeah, like Spag spag Bolt. Yeah. But Spag the Bolt. But it's the Queen's book. Yeah, yeah, but she's written a children's book. And it's sold annoyingly well. I was very angry that about how quickly it sold out. Yeah, she's probably... I mean, if the Queen had written a book called Spag the Ball... It would sell. It would it sell, would sell well. good, yeah. Yeah, it would sell like hot, she hot, could hot do the, spaghetti uh, like nice. She probably would do the audiobook version. She would. Spag, Spag the Ball! One morning, Spag awoke... And he was in his little spaggy nest. <laughs> See, I would buy this. Yes. He no, rolled out of his nest down, down, down the hill to visit the other balls. The balls, though, it doesn't, it doesn't work. The balls, yeah. Uh, they, they live in a bowl city. Yeah, like they're like that, but they're yeah. all round. They can curl up into balls like woodlice and hedgehogs. I thought I would enjoy this everywhere. segment, but actually it's just made me worry about my own subconscious. Your own psyche. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, there's plenty more where that came from. I well, think Spag the Ball is a great... I love, I love that. Yeah, Spag the Ball. It's a, I think it's a great name for a children's book, Spag the Ball. It'd be a good Although, name. Although actually it does also sound like a euphemism for masturbation, doesn't it? Oh, right. I'm just off to Spag the Ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, that seems as good a place to, as any... <laughs> To end our first episode of podcast. Oh, oh, Philip, are you going to spag the ball? (laughs) Right. uh, Me and Si are off to spag the ball uh, vigorously. And uh, yeah, if you've enjoyed this podcast, let us know. Yeah, we've had fun. Yes, we've enjoyed it immensely. Utter rubbish. Um, Look us up on social media. Come and see our improvised shows. We hope you've had fun. And uh, we will see you next time for more headness. We need to sign off. That's not good. Whip away! Whip away! Whip away!